Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. Hello there, High Vibe Tribe. I'm super excited about this episode because it's going to be my first ever Ask Me Anything AMA episode. And last Friday, I held my FIP planning and coaching day, which was amazing. And I asked those ladies to give me some of the first questions that I would use in this episode. So I think I'll do these episodes maybe once every five or six weeks or so. So if you've got a question that you'd like to ask me anything, it can be life, it can be business, it can be absolutely anything. Either just reach out on socials, send me a message or drop me an email to dawn at dawnowing.com and I will feature your question. So let's get going today. This is so interesting. So the first question comes from the amazing Jenny Mac, Jenny MacDonald, the food freedom fairy. And she asked, how do you make tough decisions when you work alone and haven't got a coach or anyone to bounce the idea around with? And I absolutely love this because obviously, A lot of people in business are working on their own. And so I think this is one of the things that you do miss when you are a solopreneur, if you like. Even if you've maybe got people on your team or around you, they are not necessarily the people that you want to talk about the tough decisions with or mull over the ideas with. I mean, I'll give you an example. I I suppose like, so me and Gareth, my husband, we have the two businesses. And sometimes I'll talk to him or I want to talk to him about something when actually I know that he doesn't have enough knowledge or data or understanding of it to be able to properly give me some good input, but I still want to talk that over. So it is a challenge, I think, when you are working on your own. But my answer to Jenny's question, we actually talked about this at the planning and coaching day on Friday, because what we did at that day is actually the answer. And what I mean by that is, I think that you, well, I don't think, I know that having a set of filters to put your 
decision or question or perceived opportunity through something to run that through is super super helpful and when you're on your own having something that you can run these decisions through a set of filters is the way that I would deal with this so for instance one of the things that we talked about on Friday was coming up with your values for your business for your company now some of you might have done a values exercise before I know it's something that is you know thrown around a lot probably not as much as goal settings thrown around but it is thrown around but my question is like a lot of things that's great but are you using them can you even remember what they are when did you last look at them when did you last share them with someone and are you using them as a filter so let me share some of mine with you so i have a little cute little graphic that I designed in Canva, which I'm quite happy to share with you, like a little template link if you want to do your own, so that I can have them by me all of the time and I can see them on the wall and it helps me with this filter. I think probably the values thing is probably my first filter for most things because it helps me not only when I'm looking at kind of my priorities which I'll come to later but when I'm looking certainly at taking on new clients or when I'm looking at getting people to be a part of our team then these definitely come into play so just let me I won't share them all I've got seven excuse me I've got seven values and I've expanded them into kind of sentences So you won't be surprised to hear that one of them is we are high vibe as fuck. We are fun, fierce and fabulous. That's one of the segments. And so if I meet someone and we have a conversation about potentially working together, be that as coach and client or as a supplier to my business, then if they do not match that, I'm not interested because I don't want to work with people who aren't fun. Another of mine is we act in alignment with our values always. And, you know, I talk a lot about alignment and how to use it in your business and life. And so it is there as one of my values. And I can check in on myself. I can run myself through that filter. Have I acted in alignment today? And I can run it through for people that I, again, I work with in any capacity, you know, do they act in alignment? Another one is we create impact by taking action that drives results. If you've been in my world for a while, you will know that I am all about results, whether that is showing you how you can create any result that you want, or whether it's about taking the action to get the result, that is what I bang on about all of the time. 
So by having those values, I can run things through to see, is it going to create impact? Am I taking action? Am I driving the results? So my first filter and action, if you like, for you to take is get yourself a set of values. If you've got them already, find them out. Or you might just go, I know them. I know them off the top of my head and use them as a filter when you are making decisions. So the second thing that you can use as a filter is your top three priorities that you've set yourself. So when we did the planning day, we took we started off really big for 2024. What are the overall kind of five to seven things that we want to achieve in this year? And then as we went through the day, we brought that down to the top three priorities for this first quarter for Jan, Feb and March. And so from and then from those priorities, we were able to kind of decide what are the daily activities that we need to do. But the thing is, with the top three priorities is that you can then go, does this thing fit with those top three priorities? So maybe an opportunity comes along and you're like, oh, I don't know. Because let's face it, we can always convince ourselves that every opportunity is the right opportunity. We should take it, etc. But I think we sometimes get caught up, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I. You know, there's that phrase, isn't there, of like, just because it's an opportunity doesn't mean it's the right opportunity, you know, just because we can doesn't mean that we should. So if an opportunity comes along, and let's say somebody comes along to me and says, could you speak at this event? You know, clearly, I love speaking, I love to speak to audiences. But if that doesn't fit with my top three priorities for this quarter, I am able to say an easy no because I've run it through my filters. Now, if I ran it through the filter and it maybe was, mm, yeah, sort of, I could then use my values as well to see if it kind of backed it up. But really the top three priorities, if it doesn't fit in with those, it's an easy hard no for me. And I know that a lot of you struggle with saying no. I know this because you tell me all of the time. And when you say that you haven't got time, one of the reasons will be you have said yes to too many things. So at the time of recording, it's January 2024. I know a lot of you will have made plans, goals, sat down and done some work around what does 2024 look like. From that, pull out your top priorities, preferably for a shorter period of time, like the next three months, and use that as a filter for things that come in, for decisions that you want to make. Does it fit with that top three priorities or not? If it doesn't, it's a hard no. So creating these filters for yourself helps you when you have these tough decisions to make, to be able to make them if you haven't got a board around you, a team around you that you can share with, or indeed a coach that's going to help you work out the tough decisions. So that's my answer to Jenny's question. It's quite a long one, wasn't it? But actually, you know, Friday was a whole day and that's the whole answer to it, really. So yeah, Get yourself some filters that you can run your decisions and opportunities through, and then it will be easy to make the decisions. Because here's the thing as well. 
decision fatigue. I've talked about this before. When we have a decision to make and then we put off making that decision, we've actually made a decision. We've made a decision not to make a decision. And, you know, sometimes when you just feel like your brain is so tired, it's sometimes because we are doing that multiple times a day, putting things off, because when it comes into your head, when you decide that you're putting it off, whatever it is, and it might be a decision or, I don't know, taking something upstairs or going and doing that errand that you need to do, you've made a decision. And so, you know, that is weighing on the brain. It's putting that Actually, you've taken an action. It's not great action, let's face it, but you've taken an action. So that's where decision fatigue comes from. But I'm not going to get off on a tangent and get taken away onto something else. That's my answer to the wonderful Jenny Max question. So it's time for the next question. So, oh my God, I love this so much. The next question was from one of my amazing clients. It's from Ali Darling, five-star Ali, as I call her. And she actually sent me a whole load of questions. I'm going to keep some of them for another day. But she said, if you could only give one piece of coaching advice or use one of your strap lines, what would it be? I love this. so. Oh, actually, that's it is a really hard one. I mean, I'm going to stay away from the strap lines because there's so many of them. I feel like I should come with my own dictionary, to be honest. But around the piece of coaching advice, I think for me, the biggest and simplest thing is. Oh, I'm torn between two. Oh, I'm probably going to say two. Sorry, Ali. Is between doing the thought downloads, so get looking under the sofa in your brain, as I call it, and then also using the self-coaching model. So for those of you who have not been around one of my events or around me in the Facebook group, I mean, come on, what are you doing? At least get yourself in the Facebook community. It's awesome. And get yourself to the next High Vibe Live event and you can experience this in person. But the, I think a lot of us do not realize how impactful, is that a word? How much impact our thoughts have on everything else that we do. So your thoughts drive your feelings, drive your actions, drive your results. So the thoughts are at the top, the results are at the bottom. You cannot change the order of those. You just can't. And so if you want a different result, you need a different thought. But first of all, you need to find out what it is that you're thinking. And you might say to yourself now, well, of course, I know what I'm thinking, Dawn. And actually, when you first start getting these thoughts out of your head, then you may very well be aware of the thoughts that are in there. So what I'm talking about here is getting a fresh piece of paper or, you know, whatever digital thing you use. I'm a remarkable person. I love it. Getting a page and listening in on your own brain listening into what's going on 
lifting the sofa up in your brain, I call it, and, you know, being surprised as fuck to find out what's under there. So, you know, it's like free writing, really. You just write down whatever thoughts you're having. And when you when you first start, you know, it might just be, I'm really upset about what happened yesterday with this person. Or I realise that I am really worried about money. Or it might be... I've got to deliver a workshop and I'm really nervous about it. It could be anything. But once you know what those thoughts are, only then can you start to change them. Because, and this kind of, this is why I've picked both of them, because it leads on to the self-coaching model. Because what you will want to do is change that thought to be able to give you a different feeling, a different action, a different result. So if I have the thought of, let's think of one here, trying to think of one from a thought, thought download that I've done recently. And let's just say I have the thought around the coaching and planning day I delivered on Friday. And I was, you know, I found the thought of, I don't know if I've got great content to deliver to these people. Okay. And that thought, I don't know if I've got the content to deliver to these people, is going to bring up some feelings within me, some emotions within me, which are probably not going to be great emotions. They're going to bring up things like anxiety, worry, dread, fear. And all of those are going to then lead me to the actions or inactions that I don't do. The action for me personally in that situation would be that I wouldn't deliver as well as I possibly could. And then the result is going to be the day is not as good as it it could be. And then that result is going to prove the thought in the the first place. Is my content good enough for these people? If I acknowledge that thought, now I found it in my brain and I think, okay, well, that result is not what I want. I want the result of, you know, the people are going away really happy. Therefore, above that, the action is to be, I deliver something amazing. What feelings do I need? What emotions do I need to create delivering a great day? Well, I need excitement and creativity and curiosity and drive and focus and passion and all of those emotions. And how do I create those? Well, I have the thought instead that this content is fucking amazing. I'm going to blow them all away. Now, that is an example with two extremes in there. So I've gone from, you know, is my content good enough to, of course, my content is absolutely amazing. And that might be a stretch too far for you. And that's when we can use a thought ladder. But I'm not going to go too much into that because I'm giving you loads of stuff here the first uh, first thing to do so Ali said one piece of advice the first piece of advice I would give you if it was only one was to listen in on your thoughts in your brain if you're doing that then start using the self-coaching model with it honestly that in and of itself could make so much of a difference to you it could be business transforming life transforming yes I'm using big words and I know it's true so start listening in to your own thoughts 
is the thing that I would say if I could only give one piece of advice. And if I'm allowed another one, it would be follow that up with the self-coaching model. If you would like a PDF for either of those, then please get in touch and I can make sure that gets out to you. Great question, Ali. Thank you. So probably the last question today, because I've talked so much, haven't I, which, you know, is just me. So the last question today is actually from someone who requested to be anonymous. I love that. And actually, it's not even I don't think it is anything wrong with the question. It's about networking, actually. So the question is. When you are in a networking group or networking situation, is it bad form to ask people for small amounts of free advice, i.e. a question or two? So, yeah, another great question. I mean, obviously, I've talked about networking, haven't I, in some of the podcasts, and I'm going to do some more around networking because it is such a deep conversation. I think there are so many people out there who are going networking but not using networking in their business if you get networking right and it is down to you it's not the other people then honestly it could be your only source of business development or certainly your top source of business development so yeah we're going to dive into networking a lot more this year but is it bad form to ask people for small amounts of free advice I suppose the answer to this is actually, you know, is very personal, but I'm going to give you my take, obviously, because you asked me and it's my freaking podcast. So I'm going to give you my opinion. I think it is bad form. And I also, I'm just going to contradict myself here. I think actually my answer is it depends, right? And I'm going to expand on that. I'm not going to leave it with it depends and that's it. I think it depends who you are asking and what you are asking them. So let me think here. If you, yeah, if like the professional services, if you like, solicitors, HR people, who else do I put in that? You know, accountants, maybe. Again, I do think it comes down to the person. But yeah, I don't think you should be asking for free advice from those kind of people. Um, it really does depend on what the advice is. This is a huge question, actually. I probably should have <laughs> considered this a bit more before I um before I answered it, because I'm kind of thinking out loud with this. Um I'm trying to think, what would I feel like if somebody said to me, can I ask your advice? I would absolutely say yes. And then when they asked their question, I think my answer would probably be, it would be a really high level answer for a start off. Because, you know, as I say, as a coach, for instance, I can't solve someone's problems in a, you know, one minute answer to something in the middle of a networking group. If they were asking me, you know, what's my opinion on having a website or something like that, I would probably like I would answer them about that. So I suppose I think this answer might be quite rambly, but, you know, you are just getting me answering these questions 
as you ask them. I didn't want to prepare the answers. I just wanted to kind of look them up and then just answer them here. So so that's why I'm, what I'm doing. And if it sounds a bit rambly, I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Okay. Um, yeah, if they were asking me for advice that was just about something generic, I think that's okay. I'd be okay with that personally. If it is actually their specialty subject is what they pay, that it's, sorry, it's what they get paid to do, then I think that's where the lines are a little bit blurred. I'm sure some people would say they really don't mind, but, you know, I think it is difficult. Jane Brooke has just come into my mind. So those, some of you know Jane Brooke. Jane Brooke is a colour and style analysis, analyst, analysis, consultant. That's the word I use, colour and style consultant. Now, if somebody says to her in the middle of a networking meeting, do you think I should wear this shade of blue? See, I personally would say, mm, you know, you are really going into the territory of what she gets paid to do, of how she makes her money. Now, Jane's not here with me and she might say something different. I'd be really interested to hear what you would say, Jane. But yeah, it's a really blurry answer. I think it also depends how you ask and how you set it up. And here's the other thing with advice, right? I think sometimes we collect opinions, collect advice, and we either then don't do anything with it or not that we don't take any notice of it, but it's, oh, yeah, thanks, but I'm going to do my own thing anyway. And so I think it depends on who is asking, who you are asking, how you are asking, and whether it is whether it is part of what they do for a living. I'm trying to think of another example here. Can you literally hear my cogs turning? Let's say it's Gareth, because he's a very different person to me. Those of you who know him know that. People always say to me, oh, my God, your husband's so lovely, which I take the rest of the sentence to be, he's so much nicer than you. I'm good with that, by the way. But yeah, he's a very different person to me and he's very sociable and, you know, he will literally talk to anyone at a networking meeting because that's the scenario that we're talking about. And so if, for instance, you were saying to him, do you think I should get shutters for my lounge window? You know, he would probably talk to you all day about that. So I think, yeah, the thing I'm trying to say here, it does really depend on the person and the business that they're in. And if you're asking them something connected to that business. I'm really trying to think of examples of people now. How about Michelle Jones, Mayraki Promotions? Again, really great person. Very good at building relationships, a great networker. If you were asking her a question about, you know, what merch does she think is appropriate for an exhibition or to put in a goodie bag or just to promote your business or maybe asking her a question about getting printing done then again she would probably just lap that up because she is so lovely and you know if it's just a high level conversation I think that's fine I think if you're trying to dig deep and really get free advice if you like that is different and actually yeah that's just given me a little bit of clarity I'm going to share it with you because you're probably going oh my god give us an answer I do think it's one of those questions that is very dependent on who's asking um, and what they're asking and 
what the person does that they're asking. But I've just come back to this anonymous question that was around free advice. The words in there are free advice. And so therefore, I'm going to take that, that you are asking something around their business. And therefore, I personally would say you have to be careful with that. You have to be careful how many times you're doing it and to who. And just, you know, do it under caution is what I would say. I'm not sure that was a good answer or not, but actually, you know, isn't it great? And it just shows you that I haven't rehearsed these questions before. So that's the end of the first AMA episode. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I'm i not going to, but I would love to do those every week. But to do them, I need the questions. So please send me your questions in, like I said, on socials. Email me dawn at dawnowing.com. Just say it's a question for the podcast. I'll give you a shout out or you can remain anonymous, obviously. And yeah, brilliant. I'm going to be back next week with a brand new episode. You know what to do. In the meantime, keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.